Hello everyone and welcome to Successful Black Female. Um, I am extremely excited to introduce everyone to my new podcast. Um, I had this random thought one day that, you know, it's kind of hard being in any industry, but especially a corporate industry um, as a black female. Uh, we are constantly hit with you know, different reasons of why we should not be, um, literally had to have a act passed to make it okay for us to wear our hair the way we wanted to wear it, um, and not have to fear discrimination. So, um, I wanted to kind of make a safe space for all of us to just be, um, the goal of this podcast is not to shun anyone out or to make anybody feel like they're not wanted, but it is a space for black women to come together and just know that they're not alone, um, to hear different stories and to, you know, get different point of views and you know hopefully for you know the dreamers out there who want to be whatever it is that we're discussing that day they can get some sort of viewpoint of you know not necessarily what it's going to be like because everybody's story is different but just kind of some advice I should say of you know what you will need to stay true um because that is the final point of this, um, how to succeed, how to be successful, whatever you consider success and stay true to who you are. Um, we should not have to change who we are just to be successful. And I'm just now noticing that after 12 years in the workforce, I am just now noticing that I should not have to change who I am to be successful because I am good at who, at what I do. Um, am I perfect? No. Do I make mistakes? Oh my gosh, for sure. I'm learning. We all learn every day, but never should anyone have to change who they are just to get to the level of success that they want to be in. So with all of that being said, um, it's only right that I tell my story. Um, so I am a community manager. I um, have been in property management now for about 10 years. Um, actually, it might be 11. I'm not 100% sure. Either 10 or 11 years. And I have worked my way up. Um, I now manage a 207-unit apartment community in North Carolina. And I can honestly say it has not been easy to get to this point. Um, property management was not what I thought I was going to be doing with my life. Um, I am that woman who thought she wanted to be a nurse. I'm going to be a nurse. Um, went to nursing oil, started the nursing program um, in undergrad. And one day I will never forget, I learned that I would have to go to a pediatric burn unit. And I was just like, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I can mentally handle seeing children in a burn unit. 
And um, I don't know if you know, but the burn unit is probably one of the worst places in the hospital because those people are just in pain constantly. And there was nothing in me that wanted to experience that, especially for children. Um, So that quickly switched to, I'm just going to be in the medical field. I'm going to work, you know, in the admin side. I'm going to do front desk. I'm going to you know, be an office manager one day, run a doctor's office. Um, and that didn't happen either. (laughs) Um, I did give it a shot. I started out in property management, fresh out of college. And, uh, a year later went into the medical field uh, and decided that, nope, not for me. (laughs) So went right back into property management. Um, but it has definitely been a journey. Uh, I put six years into my first company and I went through some of the hardest times there and it's not the company's fault. Don't, don't even get me wrong there. I'm not saying it's the company's fault, but I dealt with a lot of generalized anxiety. I dealt with high stress levels. Um, there was a point in my life where I couldn't even get down the highway without immediately thinking, oh my gosh, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to die. Um, and it was not until probably about five years of dealing with that until I actually realized what it was. Um, realized that it was anxiety. Uh, and then I started on my journey of figuring out what was causing this anxiety. Why am I feeling this way? Why can't I get through a day without fear overtaking me? Uh, And then I slowly started to realize that it was not the fear that was the problem. It was the stress. It was the worry. You know, am I doing X, Y, and Z right? Am I, you know, being this person that I had created? Uh, I was... I was not being Courtney. I was not being who I am. I was being what I thought I needed to be to be successful in life. And, uh, you know, kind of fast forwarding a little bit, it wasn't until last year when I determined that I was doing that in life in general. I wasn't just doing that in my work life. I was doing it in my personal life as well. But, uh, I'd never, I will never forget. I kept hearing, uh, I like to call it signs. Um, but I kept hearing, you know, do what makes you happy. Take that leap of faith, you know, believe in God. He has a plan for you. I kept hearing that over and over and over again. And after six years with this company, Uh, I let go of my fear and I decided that I was going to step out, Um, started applying to different jobs, got discouraged because nobody was calling me back. And my now husband, uh, he was my husband back then too. We were, we were newly married though. This year's 10 years for us, but we were newly married. He actually found an email (laughs) random I don't know how he found it but he found an email 
sent it in, sent my resume to this email and I got a call and uh, it was for another property, another property management company, one of the biggest um, around actually. And they hired me, um, got a promotion. I was an assistant manager. I was so excited. Six months after that, I was promoted again to community manager. Um, and I was on a fast track, but anxiety was still there. Uh, I was still worried about everything. I actually ended up having a miscarriage. And of course, you know, you never know what a miscarriage is, how, why you had a miscarriage, but I couldn't help thinking, you know, it's my body. My body is stressed out. I've lost this baby. What is it? Um, and slowly more and more I started to say you know I gotta let this go I gotta let this stuff go and then um property sold ended up with a new company for three weeks longest three weeks <laughs> um then got another call wanted me to come back to my previous company perfect exactly what I wanted um but it wasn't the type of property that I wanted you know but I decided that I was going to, I'm going to push through this. I'm going to work my way up. I'm going to do what I have to do. I'm going to play my role. I'm going to, you know, show that I am capable of whatever it is. Um, and by this time, I hadn't even decided if I wanted to go higher than community manager. And I, I didn't know if I wanted that stress. And uh, I'll never forget, there was an instance where, there was a conversation had with me and it was about the way I managed my staff and I couldn't wrap my head around it because I, I wasn't having any staff issues. You know, like there was, there was nothing wrong with my staff. We were great. We were making it through the day. I mean, I still talk to that staff to this day, but there was a conversation had with me and I remember it stressing me out. Like, where is this coming from? I could not figure it out. But I didn't stand up for myself. I didn't say anything. I just nodded and said, okay, I understand. Like, I'm, I'm confused, but okay, I hear you, you know. All right, I'm going to take this advice. Fast forward about a year and a half later, get a call. There's a new property opening. You know, higher class, uh, completely different clientele. I mean, we're talking... You know, a property where it's $1,500 for a one-bedroom. You know what I mean? Not too far from downtown. I'm excited. Like, yes. But the clientele completely shifted. And I was not mentally prepared for that. And it was rough for me. Because I came, I went from a property where a small renewal increase could make or break a person to where I had people literally saying to me I can't renew or this increase is ridiculous because I'm paying for my two homes plus this apartment and I could not wrap my head around it I could not and now don't get me wrong that's not a that's not a black white thing or nothing like that. That's a that's a class thing, right? And I've never been in that class. I've never been on that level. 
So I didn't understand. And a um, little backstory about me. I am a communicator. I'm a communicator. Okay. I tell everybody that I'm a communicator. I need to communicate. I need to talk it out. I need to figure out what's going on. But my boss at the time, I don't think she understood that. And it, I, I feel like this is my personal opinion, but I feel like it was looked at as I was questioning everything. And yes, there is a question in my sentence, but I'm not questioning. I'm trying to understand. And I went through a rough first six months at this property. I'm still here. I'm still there. But the first six months was rough for me. And it was a learning curve. But instead of a conversation, a positive conversation, I should say, about the differences that I'm experiencing it was more of an accusation in these conversations. And I'll never forget, you know, I'm asking other managers, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? And they would tell me, you know, what they would do. And I'm like, you know, that's a good idea. Let me try that. But when I did it, it was a problem and then it would turn into a whole policy change because I'm doing something that another manager has told me to do. And it was like these epiphanies started going off to where, wow, I'm always told how good of a job I'm doing. I'm always told, you know, being patted on the back and commended about everything you know I mean I told you I was promoted six months after I started with this company but when I get to a certain level you know I shouldn't be doing these things and, and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that and then it slowly turned into me feeling like I'm expected to completely change who I am. And now, by now, like now, at this point of my career, I've decided that I want to go to the next level. I'm working to get to the next level. And ever since I've said I want to go to the next level, all I keep hearing are things that I need to change. You need to do this. You need to do that. Well, then, you know, everybody knows it's 2022. And if you work in the corporate world, I'm pretty sure all that you're hearing from your company is DE&I, diversity, equity, and inclusion, DE&I, DE&I. So I'm getting all of this DE&I thrown in my face all the time, constantly, constantly, inclusion, inclusion, diversity. And I go and look at our hierarchy and there's no diversity. There's none. Everybody looks the same. And I'm literally sitting at my desk one day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I get it now. And I don't think I work with any, I don't think I work with anybody who, uh, you know, is purposely 
doing these things. I think this is definitely um, something that has been taught over the years, you know, of what a quote unquote manager should be, what they should look like, how they should present themselves. And I think the bigger picture is that if you're going to be preaching diversity and inclusion all the time, that you have to understand that everybody is not going to do the same things. The point of diversity, the point of inclusion is to get different points of views. And if you have somebody who is great at what they're doing, so great to where you're calling on them or you're, you know, confiding in them or you're asking them questions all the time. Why at the same time are you telling them to change who they are? So that's the point of this, this podcast, you know, to, to hear, you know, to hear how that accountant, you know, ended up creating their own firm to hear how, you know, that maintenance manager that female maintenance manager got to where she is and not only is she black but she's also a female in a male-dominated world to hear their stories and to see that you too can can do that you can do whatever you want to do whatever you want to do I plan on having a stay-at-home mom on this podcast to to experience what it's like you know, to, to be that stay at home mom and still stay true to who she is because that is the ultimate goal to not lose yourself because I almost lost myself. I almost lost myself. I almost let fear and anxiety take over me. I almost let my career change who I was. And I don't plan on doing that anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. I know I'm going to be great in whatever comes. But you better believe Courtney is going to stay true to Courtney no matter what. And I'm going to preach that to everybody who I come in contact with. Especially my black females. Because we are the main people who are constantly told we should change, change your style, change your hair, change your tone of voice. Don't get upset about this. You're going to be viewed as the angry black female. Constantly reminded of why we cannot be true to who we are. But we're not doing that anymore. We're staying true to us. We're going to do and be whatever it is we want to be. And we're going to have fun doing it. Because stress and anxiety will not take us out of this world. We refuse. So I thank you in advance for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. I really hope you get something out of it. Um... And just to know, part of staying true to me means that even if one person listens to this podcast, I'm still going to put them out. (laughs) So until next time, people, thank you for listening.